Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests, ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. Vibe with me, BCD, free 
thing just for you to ride with me. Baby, vibe with me. Come and take a ride. Yo, 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 how's everybody doing out there on this beautiful Monday evening? You're right here at the After Party West listening to R&R with your boy, Sneaky. I had an awesome week this last week. Um, I got to actually party in my own city for once, Huntington Park. I was at a pizza on Pacific, uh, going to a Selena tribute band, you know, anything for Selena's. Shout out to AO and the crew, having me out there, planning my birthday party next month. Uh, I also went to a comedy show this week to see Paul Rodriguez in Linwood, and um, we got to see a comedian from HP, back to my city, Jerry Garcia, and a lot of his comedy and his style was Super Huntington Park, very relatable. I felt like I was uh, chilling in the stands, listening to one of my homies just crack jokes. It, it, you know, it felt really cool. And then Friday, I got a little crazy. And for all y'all who know, I love to go out and, and listen to trance and dance all night and get hella sweaty. And that's what I did on Friday at Exchange in L.A. I went to go check out Mayan and uh, Late Night Alumni. Super dope. I had a great time. Dance, got a good workout in. And then Saturday, my homegirl Nicole actually launched launched her cosmetic lash uh, company. Super proud of her. Uh, she invited me over to DJ. You know, uh, I came out. My company provided sounds. We provided some uh, stands for her backdrop. Uh, you know, had some DJs come out. It was a really dope event. We were over there at the Quiet Canyon in um, Montebello. Super nice venue. Um, it was a good time. Felt like a family party, a lot of friends, a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, her website is going to launch on Friday of this week. So if you're really into cosmetic lashes and want to see what my homegirl's up to, uh, Nude Cosmetics, she's actually taking orders through her Instagram. So until the website launches, if y'all really need to get your lashes in, got some events coming up, check out her Instagram. And uh, thank you, B. Julius and Jay Torres, for coming to the restru- re- rescue, not restroom, rescue. Your DJ skills are always appreciated, especially, you know, when I'm tapping out. Um, so today, uh, the show's going to run a little differently than usual. Our guest is actually not in the studio. They're going to be calling in, and uh, we're going to be asking them some questions. And uh, if you heard the intro song, that's actually from, you know, our guest today, TD Savvy and EJ, uh, you know, in the After Party family, friends that we know. You know, that's the beauty of having a show on a big network like this is every once in a while the boss will call you, call you up and be like, hey, you know, there's an artist coming in from Dallas, like you want to have them on the show. And that's a great opportunity to just meet new people, have new conversations, kind of hear what it's all about. Um, so, yeah, when that happens, we'll be having the call in. I have some questions. You know, I did do a little research, listen to music. I'm really interested to find out what these peeps are all about. Um, but until then, it's just going to be me, your boy, Sneaky. And uh, I have one more big update before it gets to this call. Um, I did confirm that the Hip Hop Summit for East Los Angeles College will be, uh, you must RSVP, and it's only open to uh, students, faculty, staff, and alumni of the Los Angeles Community College District, so ELAC, LACCD, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there is 
uh, opportunity for supporters. So if you know someone from ELAC, if you have a friend or family, or you know one of the artists, you know, reach out to them and find out, you know, how you can maybe work your network to get in. I unfortunately can't really do anything about that um, as it stands. Still going to be a great event. I heard we hit our uh, fundraising goal for scholarships. So as of right now, we're already in the successful winning category. It's great. And um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a break and we're going to play another one of uh, TD Savvy's songs. And we're going to get our guests on the phone and come back and have a nice conversation for y'all. So stay with us. We'll be back. Recognition and respect. Hey, are you with us on the air right now, buddy? I was good, man. Yeah, this is your boy Ernest EJ Jones. Yo, what's up, EJ? How you doing, man? Thank you for calling in. Sorry you couldn't be here with us. Uh, glad to have you, though. Appreciate you uh, calling in, making time for us. How you doing, man? How's your Monday going? No, nah, I appreciate you guys making time for me, bro, because, hey, it's been a lot going on, man. I got a lot of different things going on, but, hey, family, you know, you got to love them, take care of them, man. That's all that is, no. So, hey, I get that situated, but, man, my Monday is great, bro. I'm enjoying the weather out here in Cali and stuff, man. Just glad to be my family and stuff, man. 
So, shoot, another day, you know what I'm saying, another dollar. And every day you're not asked, you're not blessed for it, you know? So you got to take it and run with it, my brother. I feel it, man. I feel it. You got to take opportunities as they come, man, which is why I wanted to have you on. It's not every day you get to have an artist or, you know, someone you don't really know and get to talk life with them. So why don't you tell the people uh, what you do, you know, if a stranger was to come up up to you in the street and ask, hey, what do you do or, you know, uh, you know, where are you headed? So what would be your answer? Just kind of what you do, what you're into, what you're out here trying to promote. Bet, bet that. So uh, I'm Ernest E.J. Jones once again, and shit, I'm the CEO of TDX Media, TDX Management. What we do is we manage artists out in Dallas, Texas. We got promotions. We throw parties, we book venues, all that, things like that. I also have our own radio show we run with Illinois Radio. It's called our TDX Media Show. We run that in North Dallas every Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. That's, again, TDX Media Show every Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. So what I do is I work personally with artists, and I try to figure out if they are BMI registered, ASCAP registered. I just make sure everybody's paperwork is in order, you know what I'm saying? Just try to make sure everybody's on the right foot when it comes down to being said, hey, I'm an artist, you know, because anybody can say they're an artist, you know, wrapping out the closet and stuff, but not everybody's making money from it. You know, not everybody's actually getting the royalties. Not everybody's actually on Spotify and things like that. So here, what we do is we try to help the artists and where we're trying to go or trying to go is get, you know, good, maybe four or five more artists on our team and just rock out like that with, you know, a small little team of artists and just try to take over as we can. And we also have the promotions we got models as well. We got t-shirts. We setting flames out here, man. My model is set flames, man. So that's what we're trying to do with it, man. Just trying to grow, man. Set a flame with everybody, bro. Because what it is, I want to be able to, you know, spark something into somebody that makes them want to grow even better. You know, like if you're an artist, you don't make money, bro. Like, I want to help you make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your name is not out there, I want to help, you know? No, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, because I have artists coming to me all the time and... They want to record EPs, they want to record mixtapes, they want to try to sell yep, their music, yep, but they're using sample yep. beats and they're using like, exactly. you know, they, they're, they're, ripping, they're ripping YouTube beats or they're using other yeah. people's music. They don't have yep. the clearances or the rights. So like, I definitely know that there's a lot of artists out there who need these kind of services. Um, for no, those of you listening who don't know, ASCAP and BMI are publishing. That is, uh, yes. you register your music with them. And anytime they get played on the radio, anytime someone plays your music on, in, at the club, uh, they pay royalties to ASCAP, and ASCAP sends you a check every hey, quarter. So yep, this is, these are super important things that a lot of people who are coming up in the game do not know, they're not aware of. And so I'm happy that there's people like there, like you out there, man, because when I was oh, coming yeah, oh, up, yeah. I had to do all the research myself. Luckily, I had mentors oh. and artists who had gone down that road already. So I already know yeah. this stuff is, is – and I, I, honestly, I am an ASCAP member, but I don't even have all my stuff registered. I'm not completely 100 on that, and that's something right, that I right. definitely need to get. So maybe off air, you know, we could talk a little uh, consultation or whatnot. But uh, let's oh, – yeah. Let, Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate you, man. So let's. Uh, so uh, is TD Savvy one of your artists? Because we played the uh, couple that of his songs at the top. That is the number one artist. That is the man. That is my boy. I've been knowing this dude since I first started, sir. Before I was even, you know, before I even wanted to help artists, this dude was like, man. He's like, bro, you're good with helping people. He's like, be my manager. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I haven't even booked my own show yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but. 
so from there, like me and him, we just been real cool, savvy man. That dude is he's been just humble, bro. So when I started actually booking like different radio interviews and slots, because when I first met Sav, I wasn't really booking a lot of shows. I was booking radio, uh, magazines, and uh, um also shout out to New Swag TV because they also did an um online interview. So what I do what I was doing for him was getting his um just just getting his portfolio up, if I, if you want to say, you know, because he didn't have a big portfolio in my eyes. So I was just trying to get that up, you know, and just off the love and off GP, the dude was like, hey, be my manager, bro. So from there, I became a manager. But I really don't want to be a manager for, like, you know, my, my bigger picture in life is that I'm helping him. So what I decided to do was just start helping everybody, you know, because my thing is, my thing is promotions, management, and things like that. But you know, I want to help other brands. I don't want to just help one artist, you know? So it's, how many it's uh, when you can help a brand. How many years you've been in the game? I've been in the game about two years, man. I just started this, bro. Savvy's like one of the first persons I met, bro. Well, at the beginning of last year, I met a group called uh, New Swag TV. They've been mentoring me. Speaking of New Swag TV, I'd like to give a shout-out to New Swag TV and Masterminds Management. They helped, me, they helped sponsor me for this interview here. So I love them. Shout-out to them, man. They've been holding me down since day one, bro. They've been making sure I get my money right. They've been showing me the difference between working with somebody with and without a deposit because there's a very big difference in this game. They've been showing me what it was like, you know, to hit certain clubs and things like that, who to, how to handle myself in this game. Like I said, I've only been doing this two years, bro. What were you doing this before you got first... into the music management artist facilitation business? Just graduated high school. Okay, so straight out of high yeah, school. Yeah, I'm fresh. So straight yeah, out of high fresh school. out here, bro. So you were, yeah. so you, so you graduated high school and, uh, you were already an artist. You were a rapper. What were you doing? Were, were you already doing music while you were in high school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, for sure. Throughout all of high school, I was already doing music, and I was playing with the engineering boards and stuff because that's what my older brother did. He was more so an engineer for us. I was writing rhymes at the time. I felt like I was supposed to be a rapper and things like that. You know, every little kid sees those dreams, sees that money. He's like, hey, that's for me, you know? Right, right, but right. Another thing that I want to want to preach on too, guys, Man, follow, don't, man, fuck your dreams, guys, because those aren't your dreams, bro. Follow, follow what makes you feel good, what makes you happy, my brother. Because if I would have never felt, if I would have never experienced management and helping other people build their selves, I would have never became a management company, you know? I feel you. So I let's just always, say, uh, I would yeah. Let's just say a brand Most new definitely. artist was coming up to you and was like, yo, EJ, um, I already got my ASCAP figured out. I'm working with original beats. My stuff is yeah. already on iTunes and Spotify. I got yep. a distro kid. My stuff's out there. I'm the blue certified. You know, what's the next step? What what, what would your what would your advice to that artist be? Or what would you well you know what would what would your move be for that artist? What what would you tell them that you would be able to provide their next step? The next step for that artist would be the support support because you're already doing everything yourself. The footwork. So the next big thing an artist needs is support. You can do support either makes or breaks you, bro. I've heard some really great artists in the hood, but because they have no support, they've never ventured out of the hood and tried other things, you know? So with that artist, I would see how their support system is. I would see exactly which clubs they're going to because sometimes general location can kill you too. If you got, if you have lyrical music, why are you in a trap? Why are you at a strip club? You don't belong there. You belong where people are actually listening to music. You belong in like such a lounge, something like that. So I would just make sure that artist has 
has their crowd figured out because you need to know your crowd for one. And then I'll also make sure that the artist is going to the right, the right locations and things like that. And like I said, support, make sure that support is good too, man. Cause if you don't have that, you really don't have the foundations to succeed out here, man. So what is uh what does support look like though? Cause that's a pretty overarching umbrella term. It's kind of a buzzword, you know, like support your friends, yeah. uh, support the troops, yeah. support, you know, so like what does support for an artist look like? Well, what, what, what does, yeah. or what should an artist be looking for? Say they, they can't get in contact with you or they're not in your yeah. area. Uh, you know, if they're looking at other managers or other, you know, artist services, what are some things that they should be looking for? What are some red flags? You know, what are, what are kind of, uh, you know what, 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 what yeah, is support? What is good support, you know? The first thing for good support, you walk up to a manager and you say, hey, I need a manager. And then if he turns around and he says, how much you got, that's the wrong guy. Let's be honest. Everything revolves around money. But if you're working with somebody who revolves around money, he's going to screw you. But you need to find you somebody who has a heart for the music. Because support comes, support is right there next to love. To support something, you have to actually love it and understand it. You know what I'm saying? So when I when I say that, when you talk to a manager and he starts saying, oh, money, 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 that's not the guy you want to talk to for sure. And then another thing, support support is not paying for my show. Support is not coming to my show. Support could be simply, hey, just share my music for me. Or, hey, you know what I'm saying? Tell, play my music in the CDs. Or, hey, you know, repost my posts on Instagram and stuff, you know? Just show me that you support me besides money. Because if you can show me you support me besides money, I'll make sure you're good in the long run. And that's how I feel with anybody. Anyone who's ever supported me outside of money, I'll make sure they're good, man. Because money isn't the bigger picture, my brother. Like, if you can look at Lil Wayne and Birdman's situation, they sitting here feuding about money. But, man, you think it was about some money? Dude, they're back in the club hanging out right now. It was never about no money, bro. If, if, if anything, it should be about how can we make money now? How can I take money out of your pocket? And if you have someone who's just steady in your pocket, he's not support. He's not the guy you want to be around, bro. So just when you guys are out there looking for support, look for someone who's genuine about helping you. That's what you need to look for. That's the simplest way I can put it for you. Look for someone who's genuine. Look for someone who's going to help you when you're broke. Who's going to help when you got nothing in your pocket? Like right now, I can tell you a few artists I'd help with nothing in my pocket right now, bro. Because when they get on social media, they make sure they show love to me, man. They, they let the world know, hey, I fuck with EJ. You know what I'm saying? And it don't even be on no money stuff. A lot of people think everything happened behind some money. And that's really not how it go. Like, yeah, money makes the world move. But money don't, money don't move a lot of people, though. You got to remember that, too. Oh, I like that. Money make the world move. But money don't move but a lot of don't people. Move a lot of people, for real, mm, for real, for real, man. Hey, so speaking of that, in my neighborhood, when I was like up from I say eleven to to now, any any person I see moving in the neighborhood, I used to tell them, hey, you feed me breakfast and lunch, you ain't gotta pay me nothing, bro. Simple as that, because I know that I might not get lunch or I might not get breakfast during the summer because my mom works two jobs taking care of me, my little sister, and some of my cousins and my nieces and my nephews. So, you know what I'm saying? I would tell them, hey, shoot, get me out the house. I'll help you move. You just feed me. I don't need money. What, what is an 11-year-old going to do with $20, $30 to help move? Nothing. I'm probably going to spend it on junk anyway. You know what I'm saying? So just feed me. And we don't have a lot of genuine people out here left no more, man. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the genuine people because the genuine people, we're going to be about it to the day we die. Like Snoop Dogg. You can tell Snoop. Snoop one genuine dude. 
And you can tell Snoop's so genuine because there's a lot of actors and rappers out here who say they talk, they just only talk to Snoop. You know what I'm saying? They didn't get a feature from Snoop. They didn't get Snoop to, to, to sign over some tracks or anything like that. They said they just talked to him, man. Now, anybody that's willing to give you game out here in this world, man, they genuine, bro. Especially they don't want no money behind it. I like, feel seriously. that. I feel that. So don't, 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 don't be uh, associating yourselves Press with people that are money. trying to take yeah. money out of your pocket. Associate yourself exactly. with people who are trying to make money together and look for genuine exactly. people that legitimately support your music and are really Amen. trying to hustle for you. Those are great, 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 uh, great advice. I like that. So we're going to move into our next segment, and I did do a little research online, and you did already mention at the top of the, of the, of the, of the show that you're doing um, shows, radio shows, media, clothing, uh, you got ill noise popping, so I just want to get into that a little bit you know more. No, I had to. So what you are know you making? I had to, man. You know I had to throw it in there before you asked me. You know it. You already know it's radio personalities going to throw it in there before they ask, man. Yeah, yeah, but, but I got to look like I'm doing my part too. You know, I got to make sure like I'm doing my part too and saying, hey, man, I, I looked into it and we did not just yeah. plan this out. Because like for everybody listening, we did not just plan this out. All right, my boy called right now. And this is the first time I'm talking to him on the air. There's no pre-interview, no pre-anything. So we're just going on the fly, and I think we're doing well. So we're going to keep it going. So oh, we're doing good, tell me man. more about Ill Noise, my boy. This is a radio show. What do y'all talk about? Who do y'all feature? Also, I know you're, I saw that you're working on clothing and this and that. So yes, what, is the, what is the message behind the clothing? Who, who's the demographic? What is the expression? What's, what are you trying to say with the clothes? Because I really feel like everything you wear, and especially as a, as a content generator, everything you make, you should be trying to say a message with it. Like if you're making clothes, it should, it should speak something. You know, the people that wear it should be conveying something. So I want to yes, get into yes. that. I want to know what, what's the clothing about? What do y'all do on the radio show? And if you want to just round it out with what you're doing over here on the west side right now and, you know, what you're out here promoting and, you know, that I'd I love to hear all about that, man. It's super fascinating. I got you, man, for sure, for sure. So Illinois Radio, man, they're really an entertainment. So it's Illinois Entertainment, man. He actually seen me working with the after party in North Dallas. So there's no way I would have ever met Illinois Entertainment without working without you guys, you know? The after party. Miss Montana. Yeah, in Dallas. North Dallas, man. Working with Miss Montana and them. You know what? Speaking of Miss Montana, she was really the, that factor that, you know, let me know, hey, maybe I could do this radio shit, you know? Because one day I was in there on a show and she was like, oh, damn, he's good. She was like, you should have your own show. I'm like, nah, I'm thinking to myself, I can't do this. I'm like, uh-uh, because y'all be in here asking the serious questions, man. Shout out Kiki J, man, because she used to ask some really tough drilling questions, man. She'd be like, so, man, how was your childhood? Who was your friend? That Man, like, that lady Kiki J was really, she's really good when it comes down to those questions, man. I love it. So with Illinois Entertainment, right, he seen me working with the after party and things like that, and he just loved my spirit, man. So he just helped me. He helped me by building another platform on his radio station by giving me a radio show, which is TDX Media Show. And on TDX Media Show, what I'm trying to do is, personally, it's bigger than music. It's bigger than art. I'm trying to get the business owners out. I'm trying to get my community out, man. I want my community stronger and better, bro. And another thing is, like, a lot of people in my neighborhood, I don't know about yours, but they don't know about the little, the little independent shops. Like, we got new smoke shops coming up. 
things like that. We have smaller clothes shops coming up. Shout out Flyconic. They just opened up a store over on Happen down the street from me. So it's like little stuff like that. We don't know. There may be a newspaper to read, but I don't know where it's at, you know? So in my eyes, I just feel like the business owners need a little more love. So I'm trying to, you know, interview more business owners. I still interview a lot of artists and things like that. But with the artists, a lot of them, they're just coming up there getting slack, getting slack, getting slack because they want to get known, you know? A lot of them, like I said, hey, if you're not BMI and ASCAP registered, man, don't waste your time. Don't don't waste your time till you get you ready, man. And then to speak on the clothing line, bro, we got a man. It's Set Flames Entertainment, man. That's really what I'm trying to rep. That's, I'm really thought, thinking about starting my own label. And it'd be Set Flames, like I told you earlier, the whole Set Flames movement is, you know, you spark that flame, and that flame is going to grow. So with these shirts, they're Flamethrower Man. Shout out to Low Dallas, because Low Dallas, he created my Flamethrower for me. And uh, so the Flamethrower Man on there, it's TDX. He's a little guy. He's usually in gold glitter. I can send you a picture. You probably got a picture, too. So the gold guy, and all it means is, man, set flames, man. If you see something wrong, try to fix it, man. Set the flame to fix it. You don't have to fix it, but set the flame to fix it. And another thing I got this from, a lot of people, they don't know. So back when slavery was talked about and when it was around, the Articles of Confederation, these gentlemen, these head gentlemen of our country, they were like, you know, slavery, we know what it is, it's going on. But they, they all voted on they voted on to, let's say, to skip the matter. Like, they all voted to skip the matter, you know? Like, they knew what was going on. They seen it. They heard it. They said, let's leave this to the later generation. Like, we know it's here. So let's set the flame to say, hey, we're going to talk about this, but not right now, later on in time. So when it finally came later on in time, they fixed it. They changed it. We're not slaves no more. You get it? It set a flame. Set flame so things can change, you know? Things don't happen overnight. You have to first set that flame so someone can take realization that it needs to be changed, you know? Like, if you realize your kid can't read, what you going to do? Keep letting him walk around not reading? No. You're going to take that flame and help him start learning to read because that's your son and you want him to read. It's just simple as that. I feel like people need to start setting the flame so that we, we can change. I'm not asking nobody to change nobody, but at least set the flame so that way we can change, you know? No, I like, do feel lay that. Lay that sounding brick, you know? Yeah, man, I know exactly what that is about because, honestly, that's kind of what uh, this radio show is really about. Um, yeah. The whole, the whole reason I – my whole pitch to Montana, you know, when I was trying to figure out if she was going to let me, you know, do my thing here was yeah. I know a lot of people, man. I know a lot of people that are doing it. And I feel like there's a lot more people who don't see these examples. They don't know they exist. Kind of like those little shops, you know, they don't know that there's entrepreneurs and independent business owners and artists who are actually living off their music and who are, you know, being able to sustain themselves off of a, off of a dream, off of a passion. And so I created this, this show to really probably bring these people out and kind of give them a platform to say, hey, this is what we do. Exactly. This is how we do it. Yes. It's really accessible. Yes. Anybody can do it. And yes. so I think it's, it's kind yes. of like the universe put us together because you're talking about setting flames. And that's, you know, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. But you did mention slavery. Seriously. And this is not planned. It was not in my notes. But I just thought, you know, this thing came to my mind. You know, you know what's going on with Kanye West right now? And his whole, this whole I, TMZ slavery is I'm a ready. choice I'm thing. I'm ready, man. All right. So, because well, I feel like it, it, it relates to what you're talking about. And that's the only reason why I brought it up. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, a Kanye hater. 
Uh, I'm not I'm not here on this earth to judge anyone. You know, there are consequences to people's actions, but I'm not really here to say who's wrong or who's right. But he did right. say, even if it was out of context, taken out of context, he said slavery was a choice. You know, we had all of us here Think. and no one rose Think. up, you know. But Think. for Think. what you're saying, Think. though, is that maybe it wasn't maybe they weren't choosing they were setting flames for later. That's what you said, right? It wasn't the exactly, time right there. Yes. They were like fermenting revolution. Free, yeah. So that's kind of like the counter argument to the whole Kanye West wait, choice of slavery. First off, hold on, wait. First off, before you can even discuss Kanye West, you must discuss the kings who sold their brothers' people. You cannot speak on Kanye. You cannot speak on the white man in America before you first say, why did the king sell his brother's kids? Why would you envy your own your own flesh and blood. You ask me why am I here in Cali? Another reason I'm, I'm here in Cali because I'm visiting my family that I met, that I, I'm meeting for the first time. I haven't met my family members since I was four. I was adopted away. Now, if, my, if I had ever heard my brother sold me, you know how I feel? I wouldn't be mad at no white man. I'm not mad at nobody. Forget slavery. I'm not worried about slavery. Slavery was a wonderful thing. What we need to be worried about was why our kings sold each other's men, why our kings turned their back on their men. Dude, we have people in this country right now who don't even know their people. You got so many people who all think they're African-American. I learned, I learned in this last week that my people are from England, man. My Whoa, people are from England. You're like a black right. Brit. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but all my life, all my life, I grew up thinking I'm only African American. Can't all say talk, cloth yeah, and you know, rocking like yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out you yeah. have this whole other heritage that you didn't know about. Exactly, and that's so deep because, like I said, the king sold their people. How is it that black people ended up in Great Britain, in England, and stuff? They were sold, man. People not understanding that. People are all so jealous and so mad at what Kanye said, and they like slavery this, slavery that, and they don't even know that, hey, your great-great ancestors were sold. Yeah, some of them were taken away and kidnapped, but they were only treated like that because of the way we were treating each other. Great Britain couldn't have came in and, and conquered and divided Africa unless Africa was already conquering and divided itself, and that's facts. No, no one could take that from us. Come on now. You got to try to tell me somebody will come over and conquer and divide all of us? That's crazy. Cause I've never seen nobody come to the hood and try it, bro. We we together too hard, you know? So I, I wholeheartedly believe that our kings and our top leaders sold each other. It, it's believable, man. And so you think that that whole mindset, that whole trauma, that whole context is like still playing itself out today and that's what Kanye West was yes. talking about? Yes, it's I don't know what Kanye's talking about, but Kanye, <laughs> who does? I, I don't even think Kanye knows what Kanye's talking about, man. Kanye, Kanye must first know that his own people sold his people. Like you, you don't even know what he thought. He don't even know what he's talking about. You know, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. own people sold him. Like I get that he like it was slavery was a choice to the kings who were too envious of their brothers, so they sold their people. Yeah, that was a choice. You can't say it wasn't because it was. It may not have been a choice to those who was born in slavery, but it was a choice to those who had power and sold their people. Man, I'm not selling my daughters. I'm not selling my brother's daughters. I'm not selling my sister's daughters. I'm not selling my sister's brothers. And I'm not selling my brother's brothers for no money in the world, bro. Honestly, I got, that's brothers, a, I got brothers in prison, bro. I got brothers in prison of, for, uh, some, for some things that is very down and low foul, but I take care of those kids if I sell them, though. Right, and I think that's, your perspective on this is probably like the freshest one I've heard so far because 
because no people one are either like for Kanye defending him or they're just like, you know, banishing him and, you know, revoking his black card. And so I think like your take was like, forget about what Kanye was saying. Let's just take this to the farthest, the farthest, farthest exactly. backward, you have the to, genesis you have of to. it all. You have to, you have to know where you start to know where you go in. That's the only way to know where you at or know what's going to happen to your people. You have to know where you come from to know where you're going. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have to know. And if you don't know, then, yeah, you don't walk around looking like Kanye and stuff. I'm not mad at no white person at all. And any white person that got racist at me, hey, what's up, bro? Because it ain't no such thing as racist, man. But for what? For what? I'm not mad. I'm not mad because your people capitalized on my people being dumb. No, not at all. Hey, bro, you do what you gotta do. Hey, if my people help you build that farm, then God, godly, they done did it. Because if now America, if my people wouldn't have been sold and they, if they wouldn't have been sold and kidnapped, there would never have been America in the first place. So that that hating that envious people be having is so crazy because they don't even understand. Like we live in a really good world. We got it made up in America, bro. Like we really got it good, bro. Like people don't even understand that this is not a third world country or none of that. Like I don't understand why we still talking about slavery and things like that anyway. But if you're going to talk about it, you might want to go all the way back. Don't start somewhere in the middle feeling like you know what you're talking about. No, go all the way back, bro. Well, that's, to be, that's how I am. To be fair, to be fair to the conversation, and this is just, you know, this is just my own observation. I think yeah. the reason why people start in the middle is because of all the crazy shit police are doing right now. You know what I mean? And when you think you about where, when you take police back to where they started, they started when slavery, you know, when slavery was happening, when it ended and there was like free black people walking around. They're like, oh, we got to make sure, you know, like slave patrols. Like there was really no police before you had introduced like slaves, you know, it was like wild, wild west. And then now we got organized forces to control this like, oppressed population so i feel personally when i look at it i think that's why the conversation always goes back to slavery because people are talking about police and why the violence and why they, they seem for some reason not to care about black and brown people and then you look back to where the police started and it was because they were created to you know oppress black and brown people and so i think that's kind of where the conversation is right now but, yeah. I mean, as a historian, I definitely agree, or at least not a historian, but as someone who trained in history, I definitely agree that, like, you got to go as far back as the records go, you know, and there's there's always exactly. there's always cause. You can't really prove causation, you know, but there are some correlations between, you know, you can see kind of some lines where people did some things and then there were consequences. And so, yeah, the choice that was made back in the day definitely was the first quote-unquote original sin if you will that led us to like this new issue where we have this militarized police force that's like killing civilians essentially so that's kind of my take on it i think that's why people get caught up on it because you know it is happening there's still echoes you know and um I think it's going to take a couple more generations. I do see some hope in the future. You it's know? going to take it's going to take we the people. If we the people has worked for every other great land and great people, why doesn't it not work for those who are being traumatized? It doesn't work for those being traumatized because those being traumatized, they're only worried about what's happening to them. As a slave, you were saying, oh, my family this, my family that. As a person who gets beat by cops, you say, oh, I got beat by this, and you go back to your family. 
there aren't many people who stand up in the community and say, oh, my child was beat, so y'all need to do this. We didn't have a lot of, ooh, that Emmett Till who whistled up the white girl. His, his mother was so strong. She said, we're going to have an open casket, open casket funeral. Now, with that being said right there, I don't even think I should speak anything else on it because, like I just said, she had an open casket funeral. There's nothing else to be said, you know? How many women are still that strong today? Well, I mean, come on! I had a cousin. I had a cousin who got shot when we closed the casket. My brother, yeah, we put yeah, the reason yeah. everything on it. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. And he didn't get you. shot. He didn't get shot on no on no crazy bystander stuff. He got shot on some real deal. Hey, you should have stood up and fought for your son's shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's the women just like the people. It's not even the women. It's just the people aren't as strong as they used to be, man. Everybody is afraid of certain things, of cops, lawyers, losing their okay right now in life. Man, me personally, bro, if I'm fighting for something that means wholehearted to me, then I'm leaving this life. If that means I got to get out of my house, my cars, if it truly means what it means to you in your heart, you're going to stop everything that you're doing to make sure that that gets to the way it needs to be. Like, shit, how she shut down her son's funeral and had the open casket, bro, because I'm telling you, my mama would have not closed that bit. She was like, close it, close it, close it. But she had an open casket funeral. To me, that is like the very strongest, most noblest thing in the world, man. And then while we're sitting here talking about everything we're talking about, even Harriet Tubman said if they knew there were slaves, I would have sued a thousand more. Right, right. You don't, I... you, don't even have, you don't even have to break that down. You don't have to break it down because someone of that time said that. Not me, not Kanye. Harry right. Tubman, that was Well, that's quote. actually, it's funny you bring that quote up because a lot of people that are defending Kanye, that's kind of what their defense is. Like, he was talking about mental slavery and it's a mindset yes. and y'all are, in, you know, you're trapping yourselves. It and then is. they bring up the Harriet it Tubman thing. It is a mental and, thing, yeah. It's a mental thing because look at it. You Say so you take two slaves. They're both dark-skinned gentlemen. You beat one every day and you put him on the field. The, one, the other one, you beat him uh, Monday, Wednesday, Sunday sometimes. Which one you think going to have more loyalty to you? Which one you think going to say, I need to stay? Let's be real, bro. They showed us the story of Kunta. Kunta was trying to run with his foot chopped out. Now, everybody that keeps saying they wouldn't have ran, they're a damn lie because Kunta kept going with his foot chopped out. So let's be real about the situation. Everybody's steady talking about they would have stayed for their family, this and that. They lying, man. If you would have got took from your family and you and you felt like you were so broke, then shit, you wouldn't have did nothing until you was beat. It's like everybody wants to say how they felt that they would have did, but you really wouldn't have. You wouldn't have had that nonchalant attitude. If you were truly a slave back then, you would have been trying to get out like everybody else because that's what they were doing, man. They're trying to get out, you know? Right. Everybody want to be free. Freedom is, a, freedom is a way of life. It's not an option. It's a way of life. Shit, well, if you're I think, free, you're free. If you're not, you're not. Yeah, and I think just to tie it all together, like, you're exercising your freedom in this whole flamethrower movement. You know what I mean? Like you are, yes, sir. you yes, are sir. trying to set that flame. Yeah. Set the flames, make the change, you know, get yes, the sir. artists, help the artists so that they can set the flames. Cause artists yep. are yes, unique sir. people. You know, they got the, they got the unique message and whatever anybody wants to say about Kanye. Last thing I'm going to say about him. He is definitely an artist, you know, a legit one at that. Yep. Like, you know, yeah. like made classic hits, even his last album, I didn't really fucks with it, but there's still some bangers on there. You can't deny there's some bangers on there. So, like, still making hits as far as, you know, but it's neither here nor there. I'm glad that there's people like you out there that have this mindset because a lot of people chase money and a lot of people want fame and a lot of people want cars and they don't really think about 
what are the things that those are just things right but those things can be used they are for people to inspire to help to support amen so um i'm glad you're out there you sound like you got a great mindset about this all um i appreciate you coming on the show and chatting with me um we're gonna move on to our next segment but before we do i want to give you one last word tell the people where they could find you tell the people about your artists if you're trying to connect or network or is there an email they could reach out to you at um you know just give the people your yes, your info this is going to end up being a podcast i'm going to put it on the app after so i'll be able to send you links to this so you can continue to share it and you know keep getting the oh, word yeah. out oh, keep yeah. setting those flames um so yeah Tell them yes, what's sir. up. I got you, man. Hey, man, it's your boy Ernest E.J. Jones, man. One more time, man, from the Triple D, man. Oak Cliff America, man. We out here for real, for real. Get at us, man, live on Facebook. That's TDX. TDX. That's one page. TDX is one page by itself. Look us up as well on Facebook. Expressions. That's X-P-R-E-S-X-I-O-N-S. Expressions. X-P-R-E-S-X-I-O-N-S. Then look up our our radio page. That's our TDX Media Show. That's TDX Media Show. You'll find it up just like that, TDX Media Show. Find me on Instagram at young underscore EJ. Find me on Instagram one more time. That's young underscore EJ. That's Y-O-U-N-G underscore EJ. Find me on, uh, what else am I on? Twitter. I'm on Twitter at young underscore EJ again. And Foray Boy, F-O-U-R-E. Boy, F O U R E, boy, foray, boy. And I'm also on Instagram as well, TDX fans. That's TDX underscore fans, F A N S, TDX underscore fans. I want to give a big shout out to New Swag TV. That's New Swag TV at New Swag. New Swag TV on Instagram, New Swag TV on Facebook as well, New Swag TV Mache on Instagram and Twitter. That's New Swag Mache on both Twitter and Instagram. You have to type in the whole new swag TV, then type in Lachey. That's L-A-S-H-A-Y. That will be their Twitter and also their Instagram names, okay? Because new swag on Instagram would be Gator Cups. That's the head right there. That's the force. That's the bull of everything of new swag. That's Gator, G-A-T-U-H, Gator Cups on Instagram. You can find him right there. And also shout out G Hill of Masterminds Management. They also sponsored me to come down here to talk to you guys. That's Masterminds Management. You can find him on Facebook, Masterminds Management. And you can find him on Facebook as well, G Hill. G Hill, right there. G-H-E-E-L, G Hill. We everywhere, man. We out here, man. I appreciate everybody for tuning in with us, rocking with us, man. Go ahead and set y'all some flames, man. I'm not asking y'all to change it, but go ahead and set that flame, man. I ain't gonna hold y'all up too much, bro. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man, thank you. It was a great conversation. I had a lot of fun. Um, I didn't know what this was going to be. It turned out to be awesome. I hope everybody listening enjoyed. Uh, if you want to catch the replay, it will be on the SoundCloud and the podcast app if you want to go back and find out all the places where you can find everything that's going on. I followed all those pages. I'm with the movement. I'm watching the flames grow. I, I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm here for that. So thank you very that's much. That's that. That's that. And, no uh, problem. Have a good night. Yeah, you too, brother. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Thank you, bro. Yeah. All right. That was awesome. We went all over the place with that. I was, I was not ready. I was not ready. Like, literally was not prepared. All right. Well, this is the wrap-up show where I tell you all the cool stuff that I have coming up. There's a lot of it going on. Like I said at the top of the show, the ELAC Hip Hop Summit 
this Saturday on the 12th is a RSVP only open to students, staff, faculty, alumni of the Los Angeles Community College District, ELAC, LACC, etc. I'll be hosting, MC, rapping, and overall just be enjoying myself. Speak Easy Maywood, my monthly event that I throw every second Friday of the month, is coming up this Friday on May 11th with our boy A. Mitch, Tony Granz, Nomi Pumpgato, and Darmedius from Sella Hip Hop. And I can't even remember the whole lineup. Soul Providers, they just did their release. They're going to bring that energy. Uh, it's going to be a sick show. Check out the flyer. Uh, all these events can be found on my website, www.sneaky.net, S-H-N-E-A-K-Y. All the flyers are there. So if you miss something right here, just go check it out. Um, also on the 12th, after the Hip Hop Summit, Hard Knock Entertainment is throwing an event in Long Beach. Uh, $20, I can eat tacos, Compton AV, and Rel. It's going to be pretty legit. I'm going to show up to support, try to network, you know, rub some elbows with some people that are more important than I am. And then on Sunday, come out to East Los. We're having the Art Walk. Uh, Montana told me she's going to be there to hang out with us. Uh, we're going to be selling art. My boy Ray from Cultivarte Studios, episode one. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. He's going to be out there doing live screen printing and selling his merch, trying to support the shop. A little update on him. If you didn't know, homie quit his job. So I'll be having him back in here as soon as everything is like, he's, you know, as soon as he gets everything figured out with this new life move, we're going to have him come back in here and talk about all everything he's got going on. Indie Gallery. I know I'm always talking about the Indie Brewery. They are one of the first. Uh, venues, companies that let me come into their space and paid me to rock out. Me and my girl Dance are going to be there, Dancer One. She's going to be doing live painting. Will I DJ? $5 Kolsch all night. Uh, it's going to be a sick event. I'm looking forward to it. Food vendors and it's just overall good times. It's kid and dog friendly. So if you want to bring the fam, play games, watch art, listen to music, drink beer, it's totally the perfect environment for you, but if you're bringing your kids, you probably shouldn't be drinking and driving. Just think about that. And um, in my last five minutes, I'm going to talk about what is happening on May 31st. So um, back in April, I uh, threw an event, and uh, we put out a promo video that had, um, it said bitch a lot. And a lot of the females that were on the lineup, you know, expressed their concern, which are totally valid about, you know, the message we were sending and the promotional video. And, you know, there was issues. And it made me realize as an event coordinator and as someone who's like part of this hip hop uh, community that there is a lot of misogyny and uh, sexism and a lot of traditional gender roles uh, still alive and well in hip-hop, and so we put out, you know, we, I, I wanted to put together lineups, uh, all females, you know, all female MCs to give that women perspective, to give that femme perspective, as well as, you know, majority number of female DJs, so just try to, like, you know, create a platform for women to come out and just, like, do their thing and not have, like, you know, the fear of having to hear like women hating or negative you know um negative feelings negative words about women coming from dudes you know like that whole it's just weird vibes you know so I was trying to like do something different 
And then, you know, DJ Khaled came out with this shit about, you know, uh, not reciprocating oral sex. And I thought it was just even more relevant. Uh, it's just more important how much this show means, you know, is because, like, even, you know, the show was uh, planned months ago. And even just this week, or was it last week, just last week, you know, you still have another blatant display of just, like, traditional gender roles. You know, I'm the king. I don't have to eat her box, but she needs to go down on me. And this is, like, that's bullshit, first of all, straight up. Who doesn't like the box, really? Um, but, you know, so I feel like this show is even more important now in light of recent events, as important as it was then, more important now in the light of, like, Me Too and Time's Up, I think, you know, we as uh, organizers and content generators and people who have quote-unquote platforms, however small or large they may be, we need to start giving these spaces to uh, marginalized communities, you know? So I was glad to have EJ on. I didn't even know we were going to go start talking about slavery and all that, but I'm glad we did because it even leads into this about how, you know, Yes, there is a personal mental choice. There, you know, everybody always has autonomy. Everybody always has the opportunity to make choices to uh, change your life and better yourself. But just as as much as you know, there's a genetic portion of you that comes from inside. There's also uh, external environmental portion. You know, there are things outside of your control. There are structures and you know, forces that are outside of you that do affect you. Um, and sometimes you have enough gusto and clear-headedness and you're super confident that you can overcome those. And other times it's like a bad day and, you know, you've had just too many, you know, you've had too much and you break down and, you know, like you, it gets the best of you. So, yeah, I encourage everybody to take an active role in trying to make your life better. But, you know, do not, that doesn't mean that there isn't stuff out there that's trying to fuck you over, basically. So be, have agency, but also be aware and try to surround yourself with people like EJ who are going to support you and, you know, help you get your art right, help you get your mind right, help you get your business out. And we are out of time. Thank you. I will see you next week and every Monday from 8 to 9 here on the west side of the after party.